0: The other essential ceremony took place in Barcelona. We made a weekend visit to the Plaza de Toros, monumental. Trumpets announced the entrance of the ancient parade, the columns increasing in splendor until the star matador arrived in his ornate suit of lights. I had faithfully learned the order of events and the name of each participant in the ritual from a little book about bullfighting that I'd been given. I knew that the Toreros waved their broad pink and gold capes across the path of the bull in testing Veronica's in memory of Saint Veronica wiping the face of Christ on the way to Calvary. And I think it all got mixed up in my mind with illustrations of Holy Week in a children's prayer book. There were leaping banderieros with their antagonizing darts and picadors lancing the bull from the saddle of a padded and blindfolded horse until a dark, wet patch of blood appeared across the back of the bull. I don't doubt I was supposed to think of one of the Roman soldiers piercing his side with a spear. Finally, the preening matador came to dispatch the weird beast, but not before making several indisputably brave but taunting passes of the red muletus that disguised the blade. The odds seemed well in his favor, even though an earlier less skilled colleague had been caught by a horn and flung like a limp doll. From our high vantage point, the reality of the scene did not come home until the sword is plunged into the spinal cord of the bull and it slumped to its knees, slobbering and snorting before it expired. The dispatch had been quick and mercifully clean. Cheers erupted, the ears of the bull were cut off as a trophy and bows were taken as the carcass was dragged away by a team of mules, leaving the blood to soak into the sand. I don't believe that we stayed for another kill. Perhaps I looked sickened by the brutality at the center of the spectacle, the reality of death. The bars were not closed to children and my evening hours were longer than back home. Schultz awake, my Coca-Cola I witnessed the blur of dancers' hammered heels, heard the strum, and a slap of a palm across a gut-string guitar, and the hoarse cry of raw, open, throated flamenco singers up from the south. These were not the pretty ruffled figurine dolls or poster images, but narrow, whip-like men and women of fierce expression. Their hair cinched back tight, swishing their skirts back and forth as they advanced across the tiny raised stage. If they were only there to satisfy tourist expectations, it didn't matter. It was something that you never saw in the passionless light entertainment of the BBC. Neither did it matter that the dancers were nearly as far from home as we were.